Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the G&T Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Paolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional. Professional? Professional review on Drag, Drag Race, Race Holland. Holland. You ready to get into it? More than ready. All right, how you going? Good, thank you. How's tricks? Tricks are for I'm a lady. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alright, of course we're going to be talking about episode 4 of, of Drag, Drag Race Holland. But before we get into that, mm. did you hear about that Dragular announcement? I heard today and I was very, very excited because um, any long-time listeners of the podcast will know that we do love Dragula. Um, the last series was season 3. Around the time that Drag Race UK came out actually, wasn't it? I think. So it's, it's been a good year since we've had any Dracula goodness. You know, now that you say that, it has been a while. Mm-hmm. What's been happening? The Boulets like to take their time. They like to hide in the shadows. <laughs> well, mm. they, they've been doing a really good job because like, <laughs> they've been quite quiet. So this it was quite... It was quite surprising because I haven't heard from them for so long, and yes. all of a sudden there's this, there's an announcement about a all so, stars cast. Well, this is an interesting concept, and this is typical of Dracula to like take little bits of inspiration from what other for the first time in Drag Race history. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> but to give their own twist in it. So they're having a kind of, I believe it's some sort of like two hour like pageant special of um Dra- uh, Dracula where they've got seven essentially all-stars from previous seasons of Dracula, mm-hmm. but the prize is coming back for Dracula season four, which I think is a fantastic kind of twist in the theme. You know? They're okay. not just like plucked like Shangela or Vanji or Eureka. Like these girls got to battle it out for their place to be on the next season of Dracula. Mm. So we've seen the lineup. Um, Give me the names. So we have... From season one of Dracula, we have Frankie Doom, who is top three. Okay. Uh, and Loris, who's a bit of a breakout star and had that amazing, iconic moment about uh, where she had to eat brains. And she was like, I haven't eaten animal products in three years, but I'm not going home, not on tonight. And then ate some brains. Um, so, Loris, I, I hope that Loris uses this moment mm-hmm. to... Um, to call out Jen. Can I can I be a bit petty? Can I? <laughs> well, Loris is quite petty. I remember seeing her on Hey Queen and like Loris loves stirring up some shit. Let's be real. There are two looks that Jan took from Loris that was heavenly. Uh-uh-uh. One from Loris, one from Abora. Oh, from from Loris. Which one was Loris? Was it that that kind the, of like voodoo doll? The voodoo doll. Um that was actually Loris's first competition look on Dragula that she wore on the witch themed main stage. I mean it was it's it's just too much coincidence that two Dragula looks was used by one queen. And the, the thing is, if you're inspired by another queen, yep, props. Give them props. Give them mm. that like, hey, like, yeah, yeah, you you inspired me and I really wanted to do a similar look. Say it. But Jan just kept quiet. And if, by keeping quiet, you're trying to act like it was yours and it was it was your original concept and design. Mm. I'm not saying that that look hasn't been done a lot of the times, but like it's too much of a coincidence that um, a drag queen is doing a, a look from two drag queens from mm-hmm. the same show. Yeah. Like, um, come on, come it, on, come it, off it. Come off it, Jan. I, 
me. Sure, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, Jan. Original. Mm, sure. Um, so there's Loris. And then from season two, which is probably my favorite season of Dracula, actually, um, Kendra Onyx, mm-hmm. who's one of those gone too soon kind of girls. She had like amazing attitude. She had like proper Dracula attitude. But she just kind of like didn't get on board or like didn't fully embody a lot of the challenges. Like there was one challenger. It was supposed to be like full on like ghoulish rock and roll. And she came out in like a very like Broadway spider lady kind of outfit. She was clearly so skilled and so fun and so talented, but I would love to see her come back with like a kind of bit more focus on what the show requires of her. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Victoria Elizabeth Black, mother of Dahlia Black from season three as well. Um, Who was, I mean, I think the consensus is that Victoria Black was hashtag Rob. I mean, I don't agree with that because I love bitch pudding so much. But Victoria, she is an amazing special effects artist. And that's her day job. She does proper like visual effects and she incorporates that into a drag with like stunning results when you when you say victoria black i automatically go to that um that uh gypsy kind of psychic lady in the burning um in the kind of um it was actually burning wild west challenge yes i thought amazing i always think of that when i when i hear about her her first look the the cenobite challenge and she had like a full-on like exposed spinal cord Mm, going on mm. and like her finale was like really really macabre as well um especially the one where she was like the mortician uh, with the corpse like such a vivid imagination such a dark imagination and so actually talented Another from season three, uh, sorry, season two is Dali. I always thought of Dali as like the the Max or the Acid Betty uh, or the Thorgy of that season in that like she she looked like she was going to make it to, she was surefire top three material mm. and then went a bit too soon. It was almost like she gave up a bit at one point. Dali um, gave us really, really amazing looks. I loved hers in the Wild West Challenge as well. She did the kind of like shaman look. Okay. Um she was fantastic. And then from season three, we have Saint. Another like gone too soon queen, but Saint had like this real problem where she seemed to have, sadly, like a lot of queens, she didn't have the resources to bring things to the same level that the other queens were bringing, um, but clearly had like a fantastic imagination and a real resourcefulness. So I'm excited to see her back. And Priscilla Chambers, who is also top three um, from season three. Um, and she's a trans... She came out as a trans woman. Trans woman now. In the so finale a- of season three. Um, so fantastic. She looks like she's living her best life. So that's the lineup? That's the lineup. Now, where is Disasterina? Where's Disasterina? Seriously. I mean... What I, the... One of our favorite drag queens of all time ever, Disasterina. I mean, she should have been a shoe-in... Surely, I mean, make it, round it up to eight and just add Disasterina. I mean, can they just surprise us with Disasterina in the actual filming? Maybe maybe they're keeping Disasterina for something even more special. I didn't want Disasterina to go. No. I really enjoy her. She is television gold. She actually shouldn't have gone this, the episode she went. No, she shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, she didn't even actually 
she wasn't the first one to give up on the ice bath. James Majesty was the one who moaned the most and got out first. That's a bit, yeah. I mean, I, I, just, I look, I really want to see Disasterina come back. Do you know who in else? Some I'd, competition. Oh, just bring on Drag Race then, please. Yep. Do you know who I'd love to see as well? Um, Miniki Shame. She just entertained the hell out of me. That beautiful drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's me on a Friday night. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm I'm really really looking forward to seeing you. I don't know mm. when it is, but um, I mean, um, 20th of October. 20th of October. Okay, so that's coming very very soon for us. It's w- quite it's just before um Halloween, kind of. That, that, I mean, you know, Halloween prime film. prime time for the Boulets. I'd like to cover it. I'm just putting it out there. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. And then it, this will be the lead up to Dracula season four. I mean, we've never really covered Dracula, let's be real. Well, we got going on Drag Race UK, didn't we? And then yeah. it com- it was it overlapped with Dracula or something. I don't know. Maybe we weren't confident enough. Look, it's interesting. It's interesting information that they're doing in All Stars because I know that you're a huge fan of it. I started mm. watching it because of you. Um, and I'll just see how it goes from there. Now, let's talk about um, Drag Race Holland. Now, mm. last week, last week kind of transitions into this week. So I, I yeah. do want to discuss last week. Last week, there was drama around who was in the bottom. Mm-hmm. The bottom was Megan, the bottom was Madame, and the bottom was um, Abby OMG. Yes. Now, there was kind of an agreement between the girls that the per- the person who should have been in the bottom with Megan should have been Madame. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, people talked about it in the confessionals. And so there's that kind of underlying beef brewing. But we did see... Because she was dressed as a cow. <laughs> yeah, <I> funny. <laughs> so then um so then we, what we saw as well is that after the um the episode aired um and megan was sitting home and abby stayed mm-hmm. we saw a preview into a fight mm. now this episode starts off with a fight and i really want to start talking about that the whole set of Jean versus abby now what happened what ha- happened i mean this was so good it should be fattening you know it was one of those it was really entertaining to watch so from what i can gather i mean we even cuts into like we're in the middle of the drama and we're like hearing their voices but not seeing them as they come off stage and it's very dramatic um so we hear abby really kicking off and i'd like <laughs> abby was being very like go back to antwerp where you belong <laughs> yeah you belgium <laughs> Yes, you Belgian. Being a little bit, uh, not a very pleasant attitude there, but whatever. Um, so on the come, and so what is seen? What happened was, um, it looks like as Abby came off stage, she made what Sedegine interpreted as a dismissive, shaking them away, get away from me, I'm too good for you, kind of hand gesture, as she came off stage. Um, they showed that clip a couple of times and I th- agree. I think it looked like Abby was waving them away. Whether it was the girls at the back or waving away Megan, I couldn't quite tell. It was just a kind of like an indiscriminate kind of like brushing it off kind of look. And said Jean really, it sounds like she kicked off on her about it and um, was was calling her out. Um, and then, I mean, said Jean, she, I, I didn't see said Jean that mad, did you? She was quite calmly kind of pouring herself a full fat coke. You know what? You say calmly, but I think she was being very passive, ag- very passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> but was, was she was she being passive aggressive or was she actually making her point in a calm way? 
No, was, true. I, I look. I that's how I I see. I think this was being very pointed. Yeah, she was being pointed, but passive. very pointed, very passive aggressive. Mm, because passive aggressive to me is uh, I'm not being direct, and she was being direct. She was telling her exactly what she was upset about. She's like, um, no need to be angry, and you shouldn't be arguing with me. Not in that. <laughs> like, don't don't look. I think you stand to the gene a bit too much that you're starting to see here in this rose colored. Like, she can do no wrong. Bitch did wrong. She came for her. You know what? Can I just say, like, Abby wasn't even waving at her. Like, Abby waved her right hand. See, Jean, girl, your ass was on the left side of the stage. And also, why do you even care? Why, 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 are, you, why are you bothered that she did that? Why, why are you making it something? I, the girl just did a lip sync for her life. Bitches, she, she just survived a lip sync. We have, Give her a moment. Let her have her moment. We have watched up to the bit where they come back to the desk and stuff afterwards. I think Abby backtracked significantly. Abby said, I was waving my hand for somebody to come and take my hand because I was so tired. Yeah, I, I could have collapsed. I think that was a that was a backtrack. I so, think she should have just been like, look, you know what? I was feeling my ass. I was feeling, you know mm-hmm. what? I, I did, I did. I was, I, was, I was telling them to move. I felt a bit sick. Just own up to it, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, they got like, like, but she wasn't even doing it to see the dream. And the people that she did wave her hand to, they took her hand and helped her on that stage. I, I think, in the heat of a competition like that, I think it would be if somebody did a gesture like this and it was aimed at me or my sisters or the sister that had just been sent home, I'd be a bit like, oh, see, so, so you're that girl. You're that girl, are you? That girl who can just. You're that girl I knew you were. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I think I I I, I want to ask you why did Sita Jean react like that? I mean, she was the only one. I I think she saw. Is it there as, beef between her and Abby? Like, what is it? What it, is there? Perhaps what is there? this is the straw that broke the camel's back, and because <laughs> she's wearing a straw dress. Yeah, I see what you did there, Tom. <laughs> I see what you. Did. I see you, girl. I see you. Thank you. It was completely girl. intentional. Um. And um, perhaps Abby's giving off a bit of an attitude in general that Sedergine's not a big fan of, and this was her moment to call her out on it. I think it's, um, I think it's really disingenuous of Abby to say, "I was just putting my hand out to somebody. I was really tired, so somebody would," because she put her other hand to be escorted off stage, and you don't wave your hand like that when you want to be escorted off stage you place it gently out and you look vulnerable and gentle i've done it many times i i i think abby is uh a diva she is i think that people know that that's just who she is and when she did that i think that other people are just you know that's just her and they accept it and they help her off but i think that um synergy doesn't like the fact that she's a diva she's Mm -hmm. not buying into it she doesn't want to be one of the people that accepts that behavior and, and she's ready to call her out which she did very passive aggressively i mean look i'm here for that drama i thought that was really I good was <laughs> I, I was like Ooh. do you know whose reaction i was quite interested by was envy um, do you en- know what en- envy you've said it before envy is such a big sister she really is envy is like this is not the first time that envy's been like don't need to get to you it's honey this- don't need to get mm-hmm. to you she did it with janae jk yeah and she also did it in this instance i think um Envy is quite a calm and rational person. And this is the second time we've seen her try to contain um, the more fiery Abby's emotions. Um, and she kind of agreed with her, but she didn't, she didn't like, you know, 
gang up on Sedegine with her or anything. She was like, just she she well, she says in the effect of like she she could have said it differently. Don't let it get to you. And that was kind of it. So that says to me that you know, if Abby was really kind of in the right there. Envy would have been like, no, you're being very unfair. You must not treat my sister like that. But I think Envy can see that Abby doesn't always behave that well. And maybe she's a little bit big for her boots and could do with a little bit of humility. Yeah. Mm, I'm a Sedegine stan, like you said. I'm saying it through Sedegine. I don't know why. She hasn't done anything spectacular so far. You take that back. Besides, besides going off, sis. Go off, sis. Go off, sis. Like, what has she done? Like, I'm waiting for her to be amazing. She's been I'm, in I the top ha- I, every week. Look, I love her. I do love her. I'm oh, waiting okay, for because it doesn't sound like you do. <laughs> Roll the tapes. <laughs> Roll the tapes. Look, let's move on, okay? Because I feel like it's getting really tense in this room. I feel like you're being really passive aggressive. <laughs> I feel very attacked right now, okay? <laughs> now, we have the queen to the left is Sedegine, Mama Queen, who has a win, Abby OMG, Envy Peru, who has a win, Chelsea Boy, Madame Madness, and Janae JK, who has a win. Just as a special mention, Sedegine doesn't have a win, but she's been in the top every week. Okay, so she's she's jumboing it. She's jimboing. Yeah, she's she's doing a good job. She's jumboing it through. Um, who? I mean, I've, I've said it before. I think Envy Peru is so far going into this episode. I think she's killing the game. Envy's fantastic. I love her. Yeah, I think and Mama Queen, who I was also rooting for, is starting to be seen. Um, Janae Jacay, yeah, she's um she's she's good. She's a solid package. Chelsea Boyne is just completely like she's safe. Like I think, she needs she is, to do something to stand up from the crowd. She's like, she's very, I mean, she's there. She's doing good, but she's not like screaming amazing. Very much like Blue Hydrangea. She's Blue Hydrangea during this one. I don't know. I love her look. And this has been such a visually creative season. She really very much like Blue Hydrangea. She's very Blue Hydrangea. Mm, her costumes are better than Blue's. Blue is like fantastic makeup, struggle a bit with her outfits at times. Um, I think, you know, Madame's been in the bottom and yeah, I don't know. She's going to struggle to make it much further. I mean, when you've been in the bottom twice. Yeah, I mean, she's been in bottom two once, but bottom three twice, hasn't she? Yeah, she really needs to do something amazing Mm. to actually climb herself back out. Because yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's quite a few times. It's very much the Tainomi syndrome. Oh, yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. Tainomi could perform. So, wow. Uh, yeah. let's, let's see how far she goes with this one. Should we mm. move on and see how the rest of the episode goes? Yeah, just another little thing. Obviously, we've seen them getting together at the table. How lovely of Mama Queen to make Madame a birthday cake. Oh, yes. Happy birthday, Madame Madness. Yeah. And, but Mama, did like, she make it or did they? How do you know she made it? I believe she made it. How she didn't say I made. She would have said it in the confession was I spent my last night not preparing for the next challenge, but making a cake for one of my competitors who I don't think should be here because we all thought she should have gone home. No, I think producers got her that cake. Well, why was Madame select? No, sorry, why was Mama selected to be the one who like brought it in? They made a big deal about where's Mama? Where's Mama? Well, someone had to bring it in. It was gonna fly itself inside. <laughs> it was gonna levitate. There was no wand. Yeah. They're gonna Mungari <laughs> Leviosa cake onto the damn stage. Back it up. Gosh. Did you notice it was a rainbow cake for the NHS? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's your pay rise. Yay! I get a bonus. Now. Yay. Class, class, class. Let's move on. 
All right. I'm so happy that the library is open this episode because yes. reading is fundamental. Am I oh, right? I was, I was just going to say. I was ready for you to like chime in, but you just, you just looked at me like, I thought like, you're like, what is he going to say? And I'm like, heard, where do you think I'm going with this? I've never heard that catchphrase. You know, I'm like, where do you think I'm going with this? You look like, yeah, well, what is reading? You're like, for fun. Fans and answer. Um, let's talk about these queens and their readings. Who mm-hmm. was? What was your favorite reads? I think there was there is some really really good ones. They were they really really made me laugh. Do you know what? I'm struggling to remember specific reads now. It was more like Envy Peru's her read to Sarah Jean. It still breaks my heart that they're still testing makeup on animals. That was really I good. I literally was like. That was fantastic. That was yeah, yeah. gold. Yeah, even acknowledged that, didn't she? That's yeah. a very good read. Yes, that was amazing. And Abby, and Abby's um, read to Chelsea, the, uh, there's only one thing safer than prep, your look. That was good. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was 10, 10, <laughs> 10, 10, 10. I loved Mama Queen's one as well to Madame Madness. She's like, I don't have a roast for you because I didn't expect you on <laughs> this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just, you don't remember any? Um, it was a real blur. It no. was a real blur. It's just a really funny blur. I was I was quite pleased to see um who I perceive to be um Fred's sort of Lady Bunny, Diva Mayday. Mm-hmm. She seemed like a fun lady, a fun gal. Yeah. Well, I want to spend time with her. All right. She's a fun gal. Did did she do any reads you like? <laughs> did you focus um, on that? She said nice enthusiastic things that I enjoyed. You look like a little bird. Cheap. <laughs> Cheap. Cheap. I was like, oh, that was a good one. That was Sarah Jean, the girl that you apparently stand, but yeah. you can't remember her only read. That was good. Well, she and Mama Queen were the winners of this reading challenge. Mm-hmm. So good for them. Good for them. And they get to pick. They get to pick teams. Yes. They do. Good boy. Yes. Well done. You were attentive. Let me take over this. So the Maxi Challenge this week, as said by Fred Van Leer, is that it's a dancing queen. Basically, it's a dancing challenge, isn't it? And because Sarah Jean and Mama Queen were the winners of the reading challenge, they got to choose their teams for Mm -hmm. this kind of dance-off competition. Sarah Jean chose Janae, JK, Envy, and Madame, whereas Mama Queen chose Abby and Chelsea. Let me go Mm. back. Madame didn't actually get get chosen. She got to... last again listen she, you know it's kind of it's last. kind of weird what, what always happens but we didn't have a big exposition about how triggered she felt this week no but we know so that she's clearly triggered. clearly madame is strengthened by her experiences in drag race and she's like i can be the bitch that i am while being picked last well she got to choose her team as well mm. so it's team citizen versus mama queen I would have gone for who I think the dancers were. And the hard thing is that all you know at this moment is what people brag about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you watch Drag Race UK, before you even knew um, her name, you knew she was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Um, Cheryl Hall. Yeah, before mm. you even, like, I think she... <laughs> Like I'm a dancer, I'm a dancer, I'm a lipstick assassin. I dance, I dip, I drop. I, I'm the dancing savior of Essex. Yeah. So if it, but but you're at the stage now where you haven't really seen the girls kind of dance, so you just go off yeah. by what they say. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you tell me you're a dancer, you tell me you're a makeup artist. Okay, cool. You go off there, or you go off what you've seen in the lip syncs for your life. The only person that actually really got to see dance, kind of, is Madame Madness because she's been in the bottom and mm-hmm. lip sync for her life, and Abby Omg. Abby, yeah. 
So I would have assumed that um, ABMG would have been one of the first to be picked, but it was Janae Jacquet who was picked first by Sarah Jean, and then a Mama Queen quickly snatched up Abby. Janae was one of the girls who said, I am I, I am used to choreography when asked a few moments later as well. So I feel like she's put it out there into the world yep. that she is good at picking up choreography and is yes. used to it. Same with Envy. I could, I could just see Envy being a good dancer for some reason. Yeah. I just feel like she's got I, it. I, I just she's think, got it. I think Abby and Envy, you know, the Brazilian girls, I mean, they were... They are we were, stereotyping? But I, I feel like they are. I feel like they just are good That's a good stereotype dancers. to have, damn yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, and we've seen them move. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, they're sexy. They're amazing. Move of course they can right. dance. That's what they do. Now, basically, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> the challenge is that they have to... From what I heard from... What was her name? It was Amber Vineyard, who was like the voguing queen of Holland. She's mm. been brought in to teach the girls some kind of choreography. And she did say it was kind of like a dance-off competition between the two two groups. Yeah? Yes. Yes. And it's going to be in the style of Vogue. So... We were watching that program not long ago, weren't we? Um, the amazing... Talent. Legendary. Legendary that you think you are. Yes. Legendary. Um, oh, my gosh. If you guys have not seen Legendary, you have to watch Legendary. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Just it a, really a, is damn good. Fantastic showcase of LGBT talent. And true like LGBT because it really does embrace people mm. from across the spectrum. <clears throat> um fantastic it's amazing it's amazing mm. so let's talk about vogue so come you know, on vogue. yeah okay <laughs> she was hinted at in the um intro but Thank you. for some reason rue referenced causing a commotion rather than vogue okay cool thank you, thank um, you. madonna can stay out of this one <laughs> madonna doesn't invent voguing thank you <laughs> i know i'm being naughty yes tom you are <laughs> So, uh, you know, evolved from the, the ballroom scene, the Harlem mm-hmm. ballroom scene. Now, Vogue, when it comes to dancing, mm-hmm. it's, um, well, there's three styles mm-hmm. of Vogue, isn't there, Tom? Yes, and I'm an expert on all three. So Can you I please think... talk more about the three styles of Vogue? There is the um, September issue. Yes. There's Italian. <laughs> there's and... the fall. <laughs> um, there's the there's, far, there's just, the fall style, the summer style, and the spring style. Vogue from Gladiators. So there's there's three, you know. You you'll know this if you watch the um Legendary, but because I've been brought up in the dance industry. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm a performer myself. I um I know these things. Very wonderful, beautiful. So there's there's yeah Vogue comes um this old way. And there's new way, and then there's Vogue Femme. These will sound familiar to you. Old way is yeah. more like lines, precision, precision uh-huh. you know, like shape. Um, it's like so it's it, that, hieroglyphics when you think like the magazine poses. Yes, being so that's popping. What, that's, that's what Voguing is referencing, obviously, isn't it? The old Hollywood. Yes, the like, glamour. glamour photography pose. Yes, it's pose, it's picture. That's, that's old way Vogue. And it's rooted, obviously, in the the you know, poor people of colour in the LGBT community who escaped once a week, basically, didn't they? Into okay, old school the, Hollywood okay, glamour. Back it up. I'm talking about old way Vogue dance. So that's you're what talking I'm talking about. about. Yeah, that, that, you're, that's completely different to old way style of dancing. This is old way Vogue. Oh, cool. Okay, you're, you're talking ballroom scene. I'm talking Vogue old way. What, like, did that predate the ballroom scene then? Educate me. Vogue, Vogue. I'm talking about the dance. Vogue, Tom. 
So there's there's three styles to dance when you're doing Vogue, and I'm and I'm explaining to you and our and our lovely listeners <laughs> what yeah. they are. So old way, I'm just gonna. I don't know if I should edit it out, but this is the first time you look silly, and I really enjoyed this. I'm just gonna sit here and sit my drink. <laughs> you slurred that one. So old way is like the fashion pose. It's like you know, like it's what you when you think the poses on the Vogue covers and you think like martial arts and you think mm. lines and then you think like precision and you think like, you know, graceful and fluid and hieroglyphics. That's old way Vogue. The new way Vogue is different. The new way Vogue is more like they got like arm control. They got like tutting. They've got like shapes. They've got like um, stretch. Now, do you remember that really, really iconic moment where Laomi, where they're having old way dance Vogue battle, uh-huh. and then one of the girls did the splits, and mm. then Laomi, who's an iconic Vogue queen, she went, "Nope, no," because you're not supposed to show stretch in old way. These are there's a different way to dance old way Vogue can, can you help, and a different way to dance new way Vogue. Can you help me understand <clears throat> then what eras in time are old way and new way from? I don't know the eras, Tom. Old way came first, new way came second, and then the last style of Vogue is Vogue Femme. Mm-hmm. Now Vogue Femmes, it's kind of what you think when everyone talks about voguing or they're going to go Vogue dance or you know I'm so into voguing right now. Mm-hmm. When you think Vogue, a lot of the times what you're referencing is the Vogue Femme style uh-huh. of Vogue, and that's when we got the the catwalk and we got the duck walk and we've got the floor work and we've got the hand work and we've got the spins those are things that come underneath Vogue Femme so those are the three styles of Vogue that we that is the dance style okay dost thou comprehend Tom have you have you been taught anything Tom I've learned so much yes Yes, shall I invoice you, Tom? My brain, my brain is overflowing. Okay, so so that's kind of what the Vogue dance style is, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming that she's going to be teaching these to the queens. Mm-hmm. Now, when we're looking at the rehearsals, what do you see? Um, they make quite a big deal about at least a couple of the girls struggling. I'll tell you who I can see struggling um, because they make it really obvious, and that's Cedrine and Madame. Yes. Cedrigine, she's wearing big PVC boots and she can't, her feet swell up, she has to take them off. She's struggling to duck walk, she's doing more of a goose walk. It's very, very difficult for her. And Madame is just stumbling about, frankly. I just, um, yeah. it's uh, Both doing better than I would, though, I will say that. But do you know who I thought was standing out? You know, like, mm-hmm. you, you can look at someone and just know that they're a dancer. Can't you? Or like you know, a lot of a don't lot of... reference Jeffrey Boyer Chapman <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> oh, get sword! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I was actually trying to do JBC you there. Were, yeah. like... You can look at Brooklyn and know that she is a dancer. Oh, Jeffrey, stop it. Okay, but you can. I can look at someone and know that they've got like the way they hold themselves. Like I can tell that they're a dancer or not, or they're trying to be. Um, Chelsea is playing it like quietly because I'm looking at the way that she's doing the movements and I'm like you're on point girl like she hasn't seen anything about her being a dancer but like I'm seeing everything she's doing and I'm like okay I mean 
I don't know if you're trained, but like you're you're hitting the right movements. Okay, it's looking good. It's looking authentic. Was it like her precision or? Yeah, it was her precision, and it was just the the way that her moves flowed into the final picture of each kind of thing, like the way she was doing the duck walk, the mm-hmm. way she was doing her hands. I was just like, okay, I'm convinced. I I would want you on my dancing. So well chosen there, Mama. So who else do you think was good? Um, I. I thought Janae looked good. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be honest, you didn't really, really see much. It was a lot of, <laughs> it was a lot of mayhem. So I can't <laughs> wait to see the final product. Where hopefully it's it's nice and cleaner, uh-huh. and we get to really appreciate these things. But we did really. What I did see was a lot of the girls not being able to dance. Okay. Um, oh, a, a lot of a problem um, in this a challenge. lot of problems with the timing, and then a lot of problems of like um, the execution of the movements. Sierra Jean is she just does not have a dancing bone in her body, mm. and the way that she was doing that duck walk, oh, oh my. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was like a crab walk. You know, the crabs move sideways. Side, side. Like it was like a crab. It was like a king like <laughs> going to the side. Look, look, was, look. Yeah, I was just like, oh, it's, it's really, really sad. Um, I think um, what I've noticed so far from Drag Race Holland is they don't misdirect you a huge amount in the rehearsals. You know how Drag Race often loves that, oh, she's struggling in the rehearsal, but she's a breakout star in the yeah. main thing kind of narrative. Namely not- and specifically Gigi Good. <laughs> Gigi every good rehearsal every of Gigi time. Good was like, oh yeah. no, she's going home. And then the winner of the challenge is Gigi Good. <laughs> like she just comes out and is amazing. It's like, oh my god, in the rehearsal, Gigi can't even walk. Yeah. And then like she does a backflip in the yeah, main she goes, thing. Who here? Who here can't dance? And Gigi puts her name up. Girl, you were just doing a backflip in the damn mini challenge. The hell you want about you can't dance? Yeah. Oh gosh. So yeah, I mean. I hope that it's going to be something amazing. I don't even know what the song is, but um, the thing about Vogue, and I'm, I'm going to compare it to ballet, although it's very, very different in its own style, is that, like I've said, Vogue is, um, it, there's, a, there's a way to dance Vogue. And like, mm. you know, a lot of the times when they're doing choreography, especially when we're talking about a Canada's drag race for this, not sorry and like how some people when they forget the dance they can just you know at least your face is on make sure your face is on but whereas vogue like if you've got choreography with vogue like and you're doing it wrong you're just doing it wrong just (laughs) like it's like i don't know how you can um hide um wrong vogue movements with uh, a face just side note as you've mentioned sorry not sorry there's such good youtube edits of like people capturing all the mistakes uh, from the girls in that one oh, particularly Ilona just like smile on her face the whole time exactly well, that's what it, that's, <laughs> that's like, exactly what I was saying like Ilona is the <laughs> the best example of yeah. a, a challenge where choreography can be saved by performance like even though she was like all over the place yeah her face was like always performing really and then you was. see Tainomi who's just like looking down and just like her face is just showing that she uh. didn't know what she was doing and, and, and the same for Anastasia and the same for Boa. Jimbo plus... Much oh, gosh, love Jimbo. Jimbo. Like, that was the only week that Jimbo came anywhere near. You want a diss? Take, Take a, a look at your damn performance, girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's your diss. Let's say with Jimbo, it was a character choice. Yeah. We? <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, it was a caricature of what she, she really can do. Uh-huh. Um, that was it, really, for the performance. Did so, I, 
no breakouts for me. It was was really hard to see anyone killing it. Although I did see Chelsea killing it in the background, and Janae had the real old style Vogue down. But I don't think I saw anyone besides Chelsea kill the duck walk. What did you think? It was did- more like what the look. <laughs> We um we did predict that Envy and Abby might be quite good. What did you think of them in the rehearsals? I didn't really see much of Envy in the rehearsals. Mm. I didn't. I saw what I interpreted with my basic dance knowledge to be um, her like getting the moves and looking quite confident. Okay. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Moniki Shame in the building. Hey, well, welcome, Moniki Shame. The rehearsals are going okay. I was, I was going to say, I'm really excited to see the final product and I want to see what happens in the workroom before the category. If Ooh. there's any mirror moments that we can pick up on. Do you want to have, have a turn at talking now? This is your area of expertise. Um, I could listen to you talk all night, dear. Yes. Well, follow my solo podcast. <laughs> Let's have a look. Say it with me. Mirror moments. Mirror, mirror moments. moments. Tears, joy, tragedy, comedy. Now, let's talk about mirror moments. You know what the mirror moments category is. Like, it's the time in the podcast where we like to sit back and just get really deep and mm. serious with these queens yeah. as they look into the tragedy mirror mm. and talk about the darkest times in their life while applying their eyeliner yeah. and um, <laughs> their clown makeup, <laughs> you, look, know? you know, the, the irony, the irony about them talking about the worst things in their life and they're like painting on this like mug that's just like clownish often caught midway through paint which as we all know is the <laughs> ugliest phase of drag she came for my face <laughs> she's neither boy nor drag queen she at this point she's kind of like a plate with a few lines she's like her. you know um hello <laughs> isn't she she's mis- she's like she mrs is. doubtfire with, halfway that pie on with her a face. cream pie on her face it's like <laughs> you're not a drag queen and you're not a boy anymore you're you're just somewhere in the middle could be like tilda swinton on an off day so um i do want to talk about a moment that we saw and i want you to break it down doctor um we do you again. remember the moment I'll, I'll i'll explain it so that the people can know what we're referencing mm-hmm. when Sarah jean was having a discussion with janae mm-hmm. about how hard it is to um, have a relationship as a drag queen with another guy yeah and i think that the conversation could have gone Sarah jean being an, a, a good sister and listening but you know Sarah jean is just very very like no, if he doesn't like you, then you shouldn't like him. Uh, you should tell him straight no, up. No, no, Janae like, was saying that. Yeah, sorry. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Janae was is very, very... I want to say the word combative, but she was... I don't know what it is. Can you can you tell me what happened there? Well, Sedejean brought up how, as you say, how hard she finds it's a date and drag, which is something we've we've heard quite a few times in yeah. Drag Race, but I don't, I've never heard the girls go into particular depth with it. Um, it does come up, though. And I think really what they're touching on is um, the the difficulties of dating within the gay community and how certain standards of masculinity are kind of deified. And um, there's this kind of like endemic toxic masculinity in some ways as well. And that femininity is kind of reduced and is shooed away. And, you know, if a beautiful guy sort of comes out as a drag queen, then, you know, he's not worth dating anymore. That kind of thing is just nonsense. Um, but yeah, Janae, Janae, Janae is, is a little bit, she's kind of like a bit pointed, a bit forthright. You could say a little bit combative at times. 
She she did less listening than she did giving her opinion, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Like I would have expected her to be a a kind sister lending an ear, but she you're right, she was very like no, this is this is what should happen. But I think that's, that's how you should that's do it. That's her way of giving support. I think because what she was kind who of who hurt her? Who Janae? Who hurt you, girl? <laughs> like you're. I just I just feel personally that she's always on the defensive, or she's always ready to attack, or she's ready to hurt you before you hurt her. I get that kind of feeling from her. And yeah. I, I'm not a doctor, you know. I, I'll just stick to Vogue and you know dance elements. You're but still- is this? Is there something that you want to... You're very perceptive and sensitive, young man, all the same. <laughs> um, I think this is her way of giving support because the message she was kind of giving to Sergeant was, well, you're better than those guys. You know, you be you. And, you know, if they don't love Sergeant, then they're not worth your time kind of thing. But she said that without listening. And Sergeant was actually burying her soul a little bit. <laughs> Sergeant um, was like, she was trying to yeah, finish her story. Yeah, and... I don't know if it was Janae Jacquet that triggered Sedegine's panic attack, but it's possible. <laughs> so poor Sedegine did have what can only be described as a panic attack, which is very frightening, very awful experience for people who experience them. They can literally feel like the world is ending and that you're dying. And it's very, uh, it's laden with anxiety and panic and terror. Awful experience for people. Something that a lot lot of people experience but thankfully most people learn to live with Mm. or through therapy and or medication can get on top of i don't know if this is a feature no sadagine actually said she'd never felt this way before didn't she so she's not somebody who commonly experiences panic attacks but maybe it highlights just how terrible that pressure cooker of drag race can be at times that somebody like sadagine who's never experienced a panic attack before experiences one for the first time you know, within that pressure cooker. And, you know, you can think of all the factors that contributed to it. She's going into a challenge she's not comfortable with. She feels underprepared. She thinks she's going home this week. Her dreams are going down in flames. Is that real, like, catastrophizing? She hasn't won. She's been top three, a challenge. three times. She's, she's been close, but she hasn't won. She just had a fight with Abby. She's just had a fight. I do think that's relevant, yeah. Mm. And, um, you know... Often, often it's kind of like catastrophic thought processes that can trigger... And someone a, came a for her attack. face. Someone came for her face. That bitch. Yeah. Envy. Mm. <laughs> she should have done a Jimbo. Mm. But it, also, it, it might not have been Janae. It might have been Envy's voodoo doll okay. that, that triggered it. Did you see her putting that pin in that mannequin head? I did. But let's talk about Madame shaving. What, what ran through your head when you saw that happening? What ran through my head was, Max, I've asked you to do one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not to wear grey hair. I'm waiting. And then Shantae and then away. I just want you to change one thing just once. Change who you are <laughs> just for one episode and then they go home. It was wasn't it Michelle was like, um, I'm just asking you to try something new. That's not changing who she is. And Ross was like, It's exactly what you're asking her to do. <laughs> exactly. Well, he was yeah. right. As, I was just like, oh, you're shaving one thing that was your... Um, I'm disappointed, USP. frankly. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of like... I, I, I felt to me like she was giving in to yeah. everyone and, you know, like, fine, I was just shaving. When I thought that that's kind of what made her very unique was the... Yeah. Um, was the beard and her shaving it was it was kind of like a, a symbolic of her just like giving in to yeah. everyone else's standard of beauty that it's like when Derek Barry covered her eyebrows and painted new ones halfway up her forehead. 
There's a hem, <laughs> and when she sewed her own gown, remember that when she sewed her own haute couture gown. <gasps> everywhere you look, there's a hem. If everywhere you look, there's a hem. I think in this case, I did, I did, I actually felt disappointed that Madame did this. I'm with you. I dear. completely agree with you. This is part of her uniqueness as a queen. She complete, she can completely work around every look with a beard, unless the look specifically says, "Please do not have a beard this week." Um. I think I I think this is a death knell for Madame. Honestly, I think this is Madame going home this week. Yeah, she can't dance and she shaved off her beard. I'm with you there. Mm. Should we talk about the runway? So the category is shine bright like a diamond. The first to walk the runway is Mr. Chelsea Boy. Let's have a look now. I'm seeing a a slightly better version than Chichi Devane's black and white look here. <laughs> um, when I saw that, I, it's it's not to my taste. Tom, what about you? <laughs> I guess something, something a little bit different. Um, like it's so. No, there's a few different elements in here. Like she's got this nude floor length dress that's like basically. Do you remember like Sharon Needles is like um uh well she basically wore like a body stocking kind of dress kind of like that with like a netting over it but then she created like this elaborate kind of jewel thing going on in the chest which i think is the main point of focus and it's making me think of like you know she's she was the lady who dove to the bottom and went to the titanic and picked out the heart of the ocean and placed it on her chest and she's got this bit of coral sticking out of it you know, mm. that kind of storyline but she's also got this kind of like very 20s like clara bow-ish kind of yeah. like brow and hair story going on so this looks obviously above my pay grade i think i think i feel like it's referencing the titanic okay i feel like that's what's going on it's like that kind of era nice yeah what about miss abby omg look i wrote why does that look look very familiar why do i feel like i've seen her in that look already why is it why is it a familiar familiar silhouette well to me it looks like the imagine you know in kind of drag race with the um the recyclables challenge and the the metal group she's like the one who didn't even make it into that terrible group i think this look is awful I think it's. I think it's for such a beautiful girl. The, I love the long Rapunzel weave. I yeah, I love that. I give her that. But the dress itself is cheap. She looks like she's wrapped in turkey. For Was her. it like a little bird? Cheap, cheap, cheap. 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 Um, she looks like she's wrapped in turkey foil. I hate it. And again, she's nicked Derek Barry's like little train skirt um, thing. Okay. It's um she's I do not believe this is Abby's best look and she says that she this is Abby at her best. This is not Abby at her best. It's oh, really not. Tom, you're you're nippa, nippa, Abby's nippa. gonna be coming for me. Yeah, you better watch out. She's coming Abby for you next girl. It's gonna scratch my eyes right out. <laughs> Abby, I actually think that you looks amazing, so I don't know what Tom's talking about. Do you really? I, I feel like it's a bit familiar. I I feel like I've seen her I've seen that look already and I think I, I, I'd like to see something else. I, I feel like, you know, like those foil blankets that you put on people when they've got hypothermia. Okay. That. She's wrapped herself in one of those. You... Move on to an HK. Um, I've, I'm feeling like a 20s vibe coming through. I said, ooh. Ooh. That is, like, please, shake or lay, Google it. 
That's how you do nude illusion. I felt like that nude, that was nude dis- disgusting. I did not appreciate it at all. I don't think all. it was nude disgusting. Um, ju- again, like, I'm getting the 20s vibes. It's like she's wearing someone else's skin on top of her. Like, there was no attempt at making it look any, like, realness. I'm I'm not sure this was supposed to be like a full on, I am nude and these, these are jewels on my body. I think it was supposed to look like a dress that was nude in colour with with like silver diamond embellishments. That's what I thought. It was I thought in the mug and with the hair with the little turban, she was like a Tamara Delempica painting. I loved it. Really? You loved it? The face, the mug. I I, I really like twenties references. I liked I liked that kind of that kind of art deco-ish kind of thing that she had going on. And like, I mean, it's very similar. It's kind of like what Rihanna kind of wore in the actual clip for Shine Bright Like a Diamond. Well, there we so go. So when I'm, but it looked nothing like it because that she had actual diamond on her supple skin. Okay. It just well. looked like, I mean, this is the first week Janae's not slayed the runway for me. I mean, I'm I, not I, the I, biggest I, fan, Tom. I mean, she's easily not the worst so far because she was head and shoulders above Abby. I actually think Abby's look was better than this. No, I'm sorry, but in this case, your opinion <clears throat> is wrong. Okay. Um, I do. I did like the silhouette when okay, she Why came are you out. yelling? We're just having a discussion here. Why she, are you raising your voice? Just conversate. Um, I like the silhouette when she came out because um, it reminds me of this thing that Tom Ford was doing a few years ago and I think Katy Perry wore it to some red carpet or other where it was kind of like a dress and then like this big flare of feathers at the bottom and I do like that. I think it's very opulent. And it was very, very unfortunate that it fell off halfway through her runway and she had to pretend she was revealing. It's like, oh, it's a reveal. (laughs) Yeah. Take it. Um, And then when she took that off, it kind of looked a little bit of a basic mini dress with with embellishments. But overall, I like this look. I I, I liked what she was trying to present to me. Okay, cool. Let's talk about Mama Queen. I loved it. This is beautiful. I really liked it. I I loved it. She just looked like she was dripping, dripping in diamonds. I just wanted to... to hang from her chandelier hair, her hair, <laughs> her hair, because it was just like diamond. I, just, I really like this look. She was giving us to begin with like a black PVC cam in San Diego, wasn't she? And then she like whips all that off. And it was like she was sort of Janet Jackson on the Las Vegas stage. Like Coco Montrese is Janet Jackson as Mama Queen. <laughs> I really liked that look. I liked that too. I thought Mama Queen gave us something lovely this week. I liked how edgy and like fetishy it was. Yeah. What about Envy? Um, I, I love This is like it. classic drag. This yeah. was like, she had this big feather duster. It was she, kind of like um, a, a very similar version to like Roxy Andrews look that she wore as a lip sync assassin yes, except yes. a different color like kind of it was that, yeah. it was very much that wasn't it and then her ass was showing just like um mm-hmm. um envies and she had the addition of this like victor victoria sort of headpiece yeah it was um, stunning it was stunning which reminded me of uh, ivy winters wore something quite similar yes you're season. right yeah envy is a competitor i want i want that to be known right now envy like you know i think we said it before when she first came in i just thought that she was just all hype i can tell envy's got money and taste yeah or, or she's things. got good friends uh, she's got money and taste i like i like what she presents to me and it looks expensive cool yeah. what about madame was it worth shaving the beard tell me about this look <sighs> 
her eye makeup is so gorgeous and I liked how I could see her lips. Having said that, I missed the beard. And like, it... do you feel like she didn't know what to do with the space where her beard used to be because it wasn't properly like done or anything? Can I remind you that I'm not a makeup artist? You do know that, don't you? Yes. Okay. Well, she didn't contour her jaw properly. Okay. Okay. That's that's my opinion, Madame. As a as a as a human being and as and as a and as a handsome <laughs> as man, a human being from Earth, as a human being from um, and quite a handsome man, has a strong jaw, which is conventionally handsome masculine trait. As a drag queen, unless that's a specific look you're going for, you've got to contour that thing down. Okay, okay, but I sound like Michelle Visage now. I agree. I um, I thought Madame looked better when she didn't take off the reveal. I think Madame looked better when she was covering I her face. I like that mask on she, her. She should have done a Valentina and mm. asked to keep it on because <laughs> it, I, I, when she took the mask off, I was like, oh. Mm. Tell you what, she is a very good makeup artist though because the eye makeup's always oh, stunning. absolutely, yes. And she, she did create this lovely opulent arched eye with this like really heavy droopy like sensual lid, which I really, really did love. The dress I wasn't a big fan of, actually. Compared to everything else I'd seen so far, it was a bit basic. Okay. Well, maybe I'm basic because I like the girl. I mean, it was floor-length black with some diamond, like, chain embellishments. But, like, what else you got, sister? Okay. Yeah. Especially, girl, your ass has been on the bottom three mm. and you lip sync. Like, you should have come out, what? You should have grown hair as you were walking down that stage. <laughs> like like a play, yeah. Play-Doh, like yes, hair yeah. factory coming out of her chin. Yeah. You should have grown good. that hair, girl. You should, you should have done something amazing. Oh, madame. We're finishing it off with Mr. Um, Serajine. And I just thought she looked amazing. I mean, this is like a fantastic, again, it's like a story. I was getting kind of like, you know, some like Las Vegas showgirl who just decided to make it as a nanny. And that's what she was doing. Yeah. And it's like feathered up a little bit like um Pearly Queen kind of referencing as well. Her runways have been really really good for a comedy queen to the point where I just mm-hmm. I don't think she's a comedy queen because so, I mm. I haven't seen much comedy come from her, but I have been seeing some really, really good campy looks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think she spent some coin. Her and Envy. They've spent a lot of money on their looks. Um, I thought she looked fantastic. Loved the storyline. Made us laugh. I think she's one of those girls who, like, okay, I can see, I can slightly see where you're coming from in that, like, you know, in the script. I think she's been, no, actually, do you know what? I think she's a funny girl. She's been great in all the comedy challenges. But I think her forte is, like, presenting a funny, campy drag queen. Like, drag queen. Drag queen. Drag queen sort of package on a drag stage. Drag queen is singular? Drag queen. Drag queen is one? Drag queen is one. Drag queen is two. <laughs> um, and so, like, she's really good at, like, giving us that, like, campy story on the stage and making us laugh. Um, yeah. That's her forte, I think. And she did it again this week. Let's talk about the dance performance. Okay. No. <laughs> L- let what? me tell you a story about dance performances. No. no. <laughs> what what was that? I don't okay. I don't I didn't see anything. Like the camera work was just zooming all over the place. Either they're really trying to hide the fact that there was no 
um, synchronization with the choreography that mm. no one, no group was actually really good. So they actually didn't, they didn't want to hold the camera on to an actual group of girls performing mm. the actual choreography because maybe they didn't get it. Like I didn't, there wasn't much chance for us to see any choreography or any or any voguing. It wasn't vogue. It was vague. <laughs> nope. Too vague. Cancel. I don't know. I couldn't see anything. Could you? I've got to agree with you. I didn't get... I think the, the camera angles and edits are so jumpy, jumpy. Nobody could really tell what was going on. Um... The the most I could get was like a sense that some girls had more of an air of confidence and I could just about see they were doing some slightly more complex moves. I thought Chelsea, as I see it in the rehearsal, I could tell she was a mover. I, I thought Chelsea stood out to me um, that she did a death job, the, uh, her walk. I mean, that's it. Um, I'm trying to go one ball. I didn't see much airtime of... Um, a lot of the girls dancing. If, mm. if there was anyone struggling... I mean, I did see, I, I did hear the beats because it was to um, Mother from RuPaul. Yeah. Like, guess who's back in the house? Here's click clacking about. Beat, beat, I know beat, somebody else who's done a performance Beat, five, six, seven, and a beat. So I knew what beats, I, mean, I saw them doing poses in hand. So I knew that mm. they were trying to hit that five, six, seven, beat. So I did see um, Madame Madness go off beat very very quickly you know of what they did show when the camera did linger because it was really really hard but um yeah i mean they spent a whole moment about the duck walk and i didn't see anyone do a duck walk. i didn't see no duck walking no turkey walking no goose walk the only vogue i saw was people just trying to do like poses I, I thought it was just pose 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 and how are they supposed to do a challenge between one group and another i don't even think i remember seeing that much um of group performances for them to battle it out it was it was it was it was it was, it was too vague too vague i'm sorry so I don't know how to, I don't know how they're gonna judge this. I think I mean it might have to come down to um, the actual runway, uh, but I didn't see any stand. I didn't get the chance to see any of the queens stand out, and I do blame this on the camera work. It was it was very very interesting editing choices. Yeah, my my main guess was that they were trying to conceal that it was a, a train wreck. Yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, otherwise they'd have shown it. Unfortunately, in doing so, we didn't get a, um, a, a a proper look at each of the girls' performances. So we're going to have to really go off the judges. And I trust these judges. Yeah. Okay? They've healed me from Canada's Drag Race. <laughs> I've been healed. Well, shall we talk about, like, before we go into the judging and watch the judging, who do you think is going to emerge on top this week? Do you have a clear sense? My favorite looks on the runway were Envy Peru and Mama Queen and Cedagine. So, based on the, those three, yeah. um, it can be either one of them. If I was to say which one of them would have been the stronger dancer, I could. if I'm looking at those three only from the runway and I'm saying, okay, cool, if I look at the dance challenge, who out of them three would I have thought was great from whatever snippet I saw? I would give it to Envy. 
Yeah, I, th- I think I've got to use the same method of de- de- deduction that you have, really. Yeah. Like, okay. who are our cool. favourites on their own way? I don't disagree with you. I'd go... I mean, I did like Chelsea as well. Maybe Chelsea could get it. You liked her lines. I like Chelsea as a dancer. So if you're putting Chelsea through, then Chelsea can definitely make it. I, I like Chelsea's look. Like, I wouldn't put her look bottom. Okay. Um, I just didn't get it. I didn't. I, I didn't get, and it's probably my own fault. I, mean, I, I, I saw a storyline. Okay, cool. So if you're bring, if you're putting her into the tops, and we're starting like to Janae's add look, her though. into the judging of the dance, then Abby or Chelsea boy. Uh, Abby's look was terrible. I'm sorry. Sorry, Envy or Chelsea boy. Chelsea, I, I could see Envy. I could see Envy emerging again. Yep. Um, Cedricina loved her look, but she was like not in the video. Like, no, I didn't see her. What exactly? I saw some close-ups of her face smiling. That was about it. And her shaking her tits, which I thought was really, really Same good. With, but I'm uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I liked her, her. I liked her bosom shake. Um, Mama, all I saw of her in the video was like doing some fairly languid movements that weren't very vogue to me. I just you didn't really get to uh, get a chance to appreciate anything, the good or the bad, because yeah. of the camera work. So my winner for this week is either Envy Peru. Um, or no, actually, it's Envy. If I'm looking at Dance and the Runway, it's Envy again. I think Envy's going to get her next win. Let's say Envy. I'm going to keep Chelsea in my back pocket. All right. Okay. Let's have a look. Now, before we actually get into the judging, I think one of our favorite moments comes up. And it was a variation. It was a different uh, way of saying, mm-hmm. who deserves to go home? Instead, the question posed to the girls were, who should be lip syncing? Now, yes. everyone in unison agreed Madame Madness was one. Even Madame Madness nominated Even Ma- yeah, First of all, I have said this on every single podcast. You do not say your own name whenever they ask you their question. You say RuPaul's name before you say your own name. You just just don't. Don't do that. If you show any signs of giving up, you're going home. In season one of Drag Race, Chanel nominated herself and went home. Oh, I'm so glad you asked me that question. <laughs> I nominate myself. I am beautiful. Yeah. So, girls, don't do it. Just don't do it. And then the other the other person that was um, mostly um, put up was also Abby. Oh, my God. The only person who did not say Abby was herself, and she said Sadogine. Good girl. And the biggest surprise probably was that Envy Peru Now, this is... Now this, you know what? This Jane. question I've been asked, like, if I was to go on a reality TV show mm-hmm. with someone that I knew with a mm-hmm. close friend, would I ever put my other friend's name down to to go home and i've always said yeah if they're doing crap if i was on a show and they're doing crap i think i will be very very honest i'd say look mate you suck i'm let, gonna put your name down let's say you and i were on drag race this episode yeah i'd i done pretty i was bottom of the pack yeah would you would you send me home no <laughs> i would i would i i would i would tell you out back that you need to step it up that, you know, like I look, I feel like a dick for what I did, but I'm, I'm never gonna, I would never say your name. And I kind of expected that same thing from Envy because Envy and Abby are obviously their sisters. They're from the mm. same drag family. I thought that Envy would not have said Abby. Do you, um, do you know the plot twist? Yeah. I'd send you home if you're the best. 
Okay. Well, let me edit what I said up before and uh, I'll give you my real answer. No, I just I just I just thought I was actually really, really shocked when Abby um chose to send Abby Holmes, even because they're sisters. I there's like an unspoken even Abby said um Abby said in the confessionals, I would never have said Envy's name. I would tell her at the back, but it's easy to say that when it you're doing it's easy that. to say that yeah. when you're doing crap and they're the ones doing well. So I don't there's, know. You you couldn't have said envy in this situation without looking like you were just trying to send envy home yeah um but that's it i mean i I, I agree with you though i agree with you as her sister as her sister even if you do have a killer instinct and you want to win this competition uh, their friendship is going to struggle to recover from this yeah i mean what i was saying earlier that abby's a very um emotional lady what I said earlier about you was a joke. I would, I would, if I valued a friendship, I would never ever do that in this situation. Yeah. So I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I envy girl. Ah, uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's that sisterly thing. It's just like mm. that, that bros before hoes kind of thing that I just really, <laughs> that I, I, I stick <laughs> to that. I abide to that. Is Fred Van Leer the hoe and envy? And Abby uh, Bros. Let's just give it up to Envy because Envy's got her second win. She's won. Congratulations, Congratulations. to Envy. Um, as we um, as we predicted, she did win the challenge. Now mm. the plot twist is that there is a bottom three. Yes. yes, but the actual bottom three are the people lip syncing. Now the bottom three, unsurprisingly, was Madame Madness, Abby Omg. The third one really threw me off, Mama Queen. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she's in there, especially since the choreographer, and let me just say this, especially since the choreographer chose her group as the winner. She's okay, so but she did specifically say, or they did say that the judge they're not being judged as teams though. So like she liked her team the best. Does but, it mean but, that but, every individual but, but 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 there needs to be some um th- there needs to be taken into consideration that she was part okay, of the team that okay. did better than the other. They were very harshly critical of her look, which I didn't agree with. I liked same, her look. Same, I actually really but that, that's a matter of taste. But they did say things like it needs to be absolutely glittering and diamonds. She was stoned head to toe. Girl, are they blind? Her leggings were stoned. She every bit of her that wasn't like stoned and lace was like shiny PVC. I thought that was an unfair criticism. Um, we the, the tricky thing is about this week. We don't really know how well anybody danced. Yeah, that, that's the facts. Facts, effects. Uh, Holland, Holland. <laughs> so um, we we can maybe surmise that Mama Queen did not dance that well. Yeah, but I, I just. I just didn't think that she should have been lip syncing anyway. I, I just really felt like they um they really went they went off. They went off at her. Anyway, I mean they also went off on her on the first episode where she was in the bottom and I was like, How the hell are you putting her in the bottom? She really killed it. Sure she like fumbled in the runway, but like that look, that concept was gold. Like it, it I think literally and figuratively. <laughs> yes, like I don't know how they could have done that. Anyway, let's talk about the lip sync. Now, any drag queen would be 
the happiest drag queen if they found out they had to lip sync to Whitney Houston's I want to dance with somebody. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat. So um, I don't... Thanks for reminding us of what that song sounds like. None of us have heard it before. With somebody who loves me. Don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance. Don't you want to dance? Don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance. Don't you want to dance? Okay, sorry. So I, anyone, would love to have been joyous to have performed that any queen is sitting there at home going, oh, I wished that that was a song I had to lip sync to so I was expecting yeah. this grand and it's three people on a stage dancing to Whitney Houston's I want to dance with somebody can I be honest they just did not perform up to the level of that song I would agree I, I did that that is the song to like that was the um I drove all night for um, Holland, that was you know how like I drove all night. Really, was an amazing song, and they're so lucky that they were able to do an amazing performance of it in Canada's Drag Race. This should have been the same. I'd I, say this should have been that. What they didn't bring was that sense of like girlish fun and joy. That yes. kind of like I'm in love for the first time. I'm going to bring this to a lip sync. None of them really brought that, um, and that's that's what Whitney conveys in the video in the song. She you know she's fun. It's just fun. have fun. It's they fun. looked a bit too serious. Like, I have fun. I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat. Like, yeah. Oh, like, do, you remember, do you remember when Manila won that lip sync in five seconds flat when she went to the back of the stage and went, there's a boy yes. I know yep. with her heel against yes. the edge of the stage. Doing classic wistfully. grease. You know, you know, that kind of thing. That's what was missing. I just, yeah, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a, 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 a miss for the lip sync, but um, Men and Madness went home. I mean, I don't, it could have been any one of them, to be honest, from that performance. Yeah, I mean, not Mama, because it was her first time in the bottom, and she'd come off a win. I'd be, I would have been surprised if they sent Mama home. Girl, just did the splits. She, she wrote, her legs, literally one one leg, <laughs> or her foot, her left foot was on one side of the stage, and mm. her right foot was on the other side. Like, her legs are long. She her is showing length. Lovely praying mantis body. Stunning. Gosh. Um, like, like, you know, mm, I guess... Out of the three of them, Madame was perhaps slightly more underwhelming. Having said that, do you know what I really think about Madame? She's so, like, gracious and reflective. Yeah. And going into it, she's very, like, thanks for your feedback, guys. Like, I'm going to try and work on myself as a drag queen. Like, she seems like a super-duper lovely person. Yeah. So now we'll say goodbye to Chelsea. The Queen's left as Janae, uh, Chelsea Boy, Envy, Abby, and Mama Queen, and Sarah Jean. Mm-hmm. So far, these girls are killing it. I think Abby is definitely on top of her game, as um and Janae Jacquet's close behind her. Chelsea Boy's playing it a bit safe, and Sarah Jean, they need to do something to get a win now. I don't think Abby's on top of her game. I think she's circling the drain. Oh, I keep mixing Abby and Envy. Damn. Envy's on top of her game. Yes. Abby is circling the drain. My... Yes. Um, Sarah Jean is just, like, begging for a win at this point. Like, she's, she's being a bit, like... She's she's Pandora she's Pandora boxing. She's Jimbo wing. We say it every week. She's like overdue a win at this point. I want them to release the full footage of the dance because I Please. feel cheated. Please, like I really want to go and critique yeah. and to see the performance and give an analysis of it. But uh -huh. I felt like I didn't get the chance to do that, and that's kind of my thing. Chelsea and Sergina are only girls without a win at the moment, aren't they? Yes. 
Chelsea, mm. Sierra Jean, and Abby. And Envy is like a shoe-in for the top three now. Yeah. I mean, she's killing it. All right, that's it. That's it. That's it for the week. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Make it. sure to join us. Oh, also, thank you very much for listening to us. And thank you for pushing us. This is a brag moment, but let's let's take this brag. Thanks for pushing us to the top 10 charts um, for the Netherlands. Um, oh, thank we you, really, really appreciate, we, you. we really, really do appreciate your, um, your, your support. And thanks to everyone else um, who was listening to the podcast. Please do. Uh, please tell a friend. Please share it. And uh, follow us and message us on Twitter. Netherlands, aka Le Pepa, as we say in France. I'm going to say that all the time nip nip you've said it to me like 10 times this evening (laughs) um, in between takes um (laughs) um, yeah we're coming to see you soon you know when when coronavirus restrictions are lifted we'd love to go and visit 100 percent. we are are coming to the netherlands Mm. i am i'm gonna see a show there and i'm gonna have me my muffin my cupcake legally because i'm a law abiding citizen tom law abiding citizen. all right well we'll see you guys next week thank you very much for listening to spilling the gt podcast this is polo and dr tom we'll see you guys later lots of love guys see you soon bye